This is Theo Rossi, and you're listening to The Spectre Show. This is episode 37 of The Spectre Show. Welcome, and I'll just say the title's going to be Eraser, which you already know because you have read the title of it, unless you're just listening to this on your automatic podcast download, in which case I just just explained something to you, I guess. Uh, that's a whole lot of stuff to say about nothing. Welcome to this episode. Um... There's, it's it's going to be a, a roller coaster here and, and kind of setting up for the, the, the future of the show, I guess. Well, not necessarily. There's going to be a lot of talk about stuff all over the place. Um, I am writing a column that, well, the column at this point has been written. It will come out on Thursday. So you're getting to hear a little bit of this beforehand, and I kind of wanted to cover th- stuff in both places this time. But first, I wanted to talk about what happened this past week. Um, in the beginning of October, from of my hometown, every year, there's some sort of major storm. So my hometown, which is not where I live, uh, is where my, my web server is. So it's it's got the, the, the server itself, like the hard drives and the operating system. And then um, it's, it's actually where my father-in-law lives because he is the server host, I guess. So there was a, um, a storm that kind of knocked out power. And what happened was the websites, the, the server itself... F- without getting, I mean, super technical or in-depth, they basically fried the server. So my wife and I, who both of our websites are hosted on that, plus there's other websites that are hosted on that server, we were looking at a possibility of having to start over from scratch, which meant that I didn't have the other 36 episodes of the Spectre show. It meant I didn't have the Pro Chess League podcast, the only episode that's been up at this point. The only podcasts I would have been able to recreate are the greatest show, which are archived on YouTube, and I can you know I can pull those down, pull the audio off, release them as audio, and then those are fine too. But on on the server basically was the storage facility where my podcasts were at. Now during the process, um, oh, it, the other thing is, is um, we were we were told that there was a backup. You know, we were kind of worried. This this happened over a course of a 24 hours. I mean, we were told there was a backup, but we weren't seeing anything. You may have gone to the website. Um, I did post online uh, in, in YouTube, you know, what, what was going on uh, briefly. I didn't give an update because the website came back up eventually. But at one point, um, my, my, my wife's food blog, um, uh, you know, I should really, let's bring that up because I, I should really have that. Um, well, her website is madebytrisha.com, whereas mine obviously is emeraldspector.com. And on there, there's a recipe blog, which is food.madebytrisha.com. So that contains recipes for everything that she has made that she has come up with as far as food goes. So that's basically, without getting too technical, that's all contained within a database. 
Now, all my posts are also contained in a database. So when the server got fried, there I, I was worried that there was no database to draw anything from. So yes, if there was a way to recover the podcast, I could have slowly rebuilt my feeds. But without the database, my wife wouldn't have any recipes up at all. So we waited most of that day that we were told about the backups. And when the, the sites did come back up, we had everything. So the, the most recent backup, um, we, we, we put the drives into a new server and it, it was back up. So the most recent backup was on the drives. And it was basically, it, it, it was a backup right before things went down. So, I mean, we had kind of lucked out. So everything is back up and running. That's a long explanation to say that we were down, we were really worried. Um, I don't know about my, my wife's mentality specifically, but mine was as I was going to recreate emeraldspecter.com and if that meant redoing every podcast, I would have done that and, and you know gone from there. But um, thankfully, uh, I had the last episode of each of the podcasts that I pulled, the audio versions. So I had the Spectre Show 36, uh, the Greatest Show 139, and the, uh, the Pro Chess League podcast number one, which is the only one. I had each of those episodes still on my my laptop, which is where I'm recording this from. So I would have been able to at least have that as a as a starting point, if nothing else. But everything's back up. Uh, the worry is over. Um, I'm going to be keeping. Um, I, I'm going to have a backup of a backup of a backup for all my podcasts, so that in the future, if I decide that I want to release something into uh, a feed that I have the the podcasts to uh, backed up to do that. So if if a server ever gets fried again, worst case scenario, I can just re-upload all my podcasts. Now I'm I'm uh, every once in a while I have gone back to re-release podcasts from the past. So I have run two actual plays on. Let's see here. Oh, I've run two actual plays from the uh, online. Um, one was one was the uh, it was the podcast of darkness. It, that was a show about it was a show about vampire the requiem, um, and I had run Robert and my wife's cousin Aaron through an an adventure. And I kept all that stuff backed up in in a in a folder. the The other thing, and you probably hear me clicking because I'm kind of clicking around to see if I still have that stuff. Um, the other the other one is uh, Dark Green, the Blackwood Chronicles, which I ran for uh, Fletcher, Jen, uh, Scuzz, and Morgan. And that one is much more recent. I think that one happened in 2011, whereas the podcast of Darkness, I want to say, was 2006. Uh, I had kept all that stuff, though. And to to be able to release it again in the future, you know, here and there. Um, I honestly, I don't know if I still have any of that, but uh, I'll, I'll kind of look. Because I was kind of thinking that I wanted to re-release all the actual plays again to keep them in a, a specific feed and, and, you know, look at that. But, uh, I'm, uh, not entirely sure. Yeah. I've got, uh, 
it, it's gonna need to, I'm gonna need to poke around a little bit more but I, I guess I wasn't prepared to talk about that part but um the on the greatest show we have discussed briefly about playing before the greatest show happens we have also we haven't talked about it but i wrote the the last journal of the uh emerald specter uh issue 40 58 um speaks specifically about um how i personally need to change my mentality in order to run a successful game which in a brief summary just means i need to think episodically the game needs to be started and end in the same session which would be before the show and maybe the uh role-playing part of it uh takes precedence over the show and we shrink the show from two hours which we've limited ourselves to at the present and make it only one hour which would give us more time to role play i personally like that theory and um i mean with the troubles that we're having with the greatest show which is uh we've, we've got busy lives and, and people's schedules aren't necessarily syncing up so and, and saturday nights aren't necessarily the time to do it because i mean that kills a lot of things we could be doing elsewhere um as of this recording, I have canceled three shows. The one that hap- should have happened last night as I record this, because this is Sunday. Yesterday was Saturday. I canceled last night's show because the guest kind of canceled during the week. And then I couldn't really get an answer from any of the other hosts as to whether or not we had topics or anything like that. So I went ahead and canceled last night. And then I've canceled two other future shows to keep us from having too many shows in a row, um, I think that this season has taught me that that large run at the beginning was really draining on everybody, and we all just kind of need a break away from it. We will be on this Saturday, or I will be at least, with Dan from Fear the Boot, so um, I'm excited to talk to him, because while we'll be probably concentrating on role-playing games, I want to get a, a general consensus as to um things that uh he's he's fear the boot is uh, one one would say the role-playing game podcast so i mean they've they've got a lot of uh stuff dealing with role-playing games on their podcast and so i'll be talking with dan who's the the leader of the show but uh and i am still trying to get other guests things have gone slow because i've been really busy this week and i will get back into that um well i'll start doing it again tomorrow which would be uh, when you're hearing this trying to get on the next wave uh, i'm going to reconnect with the people i have already invited um anyone that's canceled i will you know try to get them back to accept a date and then from that point i'll hit a bunch of new names to see if we can't get um, other people on the the ones that seem to be the easiest or the best ones to respond um, all seem to be role-playing podcast podcasters and I don't want to delve too deeply into the role-playing thing because we the greatest show isn't a role-playing game podcast so while there are three or four of us that role-play on that show the ones that don't are going to get left out in the mix so and I, I don't want to continuously do that so there's there is that other than the server thing, um, my wife has um, talked to me about it's, and this isn't a. I, I'm not stating that this isn't a factual thing, but she just pointed out to me that I do a lot of talking about doing things, and I don't do a lot of the doing of the things that I'm talking about doing. <laughs> so if if you followed me there, I I talk about what is coming 
but I don't actually do those things necessarily. Now, if I have 10 projects, maybe I get three of them done or two of them done, and I talk about the other six or seven, but I don't actually get those other six or seven done. They just keep getting pushed off and pushed off and pushed off. So an example, the serial fiction I was writing. Um, I wrote chapter one, and then I started writing. I was pretty deep into chapter two. I was waiting for the editors on chapter one to get back to me in a relatively short period of time and it just wasn't happening so of course I'm relying on you know if I get too far into it and there's a a major edit that needs to happen in episode one then I've got to go back and rewrite every episode up to the point that I would be on but I got zero feedback from any of them so the story that I was writing in that serial fiction I am going to change into my campaign setting for the role-playing game that we're going to play before the greatest show um the the setting itself is a think of think of a oh man what's a good way to explain this um it's a mix of science fiction and fantasy and it's kind of so think uh think i hate to use this as the example but titan's grave uh the ashes of volcana which is will wheaton's skin for um fantasy age think of thundar the barbarian just like that in in more of a game of thrones epic type setting but that rather than using western knights and whatnot think more of eastern samurai and wandering heroes and things like that so i mean there's a lot going on there to say that but that's that's basically the setting there's there's other species they they're they're different um i'm i'm not using the elves and dwarves and orcs and whatnot so i'm kind of got to do a lot more tweaking with it but i mean the the species that are there are part the the story belongs to this planet that i have the entire history mapped out of so I know where everything's going, so the players will basically be interacting and creating that chunk of that history for me, for the site, and and I'll have the basic eras mapped out, and I would like to release a supplement, kind of like Titan's Grave was was for Green Ronin, and I'll, I'll see if Green Ronin's interested in carrying that, or if it's just going to be on my website, and, and maybe, even possible... Um, I can homebrew the game a little bit more so that it's not necessarily fantasy age, but something of my own so that if that necessarily has to come out, I mean, I've got an idea of how to mod fantasy age to, you know, make it something more unique, but we'll see how everything goes before I start doing any of that. But there needs to be some essential background stuff like what the species look like and you know the 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 overview of the general eras and the continents that they'll be participating in and then what level of technology is here there and what else but other than that it's it's i'm i'm gonna then map out the uh story segments like the 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 episodes the the open and shut so you're gonna have the the plot goes from start to finish session eh, sessions over move on to the next one if everybody comes back from session one to session two i can have things tied deeply into the first session thereby having some sort of progress but session two will also then be an open and shut one-time adventure and if that keeps happening over the period of time if if lots of the same people keep showing up to to play as a group I can build a, a larger narrative arc, but I, I want to keep this as an episodic thing. So 
using just the greatest show hosts. If Kevin, Metal, and Rachel are there for the first episode, and then Kevin and Metal and Bob are there for episode two, I need something that connects the two episodes for Kevin and Metal, but Bob and Rachel can be connected later. And then maybe episode three, it's just Metal. And so I met, we have an episode focused on Metal's character, and, and we go from there. But that that's I'm, I'm trying to think like that. So while I do have an overarching story, like a, uh, like a meta plot, um, each episode will be self-contained, essentially. But there will be progress from episode to episode. So it's not like if Kevin misses three episodes, his character won't develop at all. It'll just be at a much slower rate. So it will be a way for me to encourage the players to show up as often as possible, as well as interacting in this world. And that'll allow everybody to, to be happy with it. So that is one thing. Um, I went off track there, and I'm not sure where I fell off the wagon at. Huh. Well, <laughs> so... Oh, man, now I've lost track of what I was doing. Here you go. Li uh, live straight to audio, I guess. I don't know. The This show, I'm going to be... It's. I don't want to be talking about what I want to be doing. I, I, I want to be talking about things that are actively going on and things that are coming out. So I want to have... Let's use... I... The, for sake of our argument, let's say that the serial fiction is still in the mix. I want to be able to tell you that it's coming along nicely. You know, I'm on, I'm on episode 12 of 13, and, and the first release date will come out to you on the website on January 13th. You know, that's that's the type of thing I want to talk about on this show. And now I remember where I was going. Um, so r rather than talk about things that... I want to be doing, I'll be doing the things and talking about what has been done instead. So, um, for those of you that tune into this for the Bujo RPG, specifically the Bujo RPG 2 at the moment, um, I talk about in the column on Thursday about how development really hasn't happened over the last four weeks. I explain why that hasn't happened over the last four weeks, and I just want to say that I have a vision for what I want the initial or the, the, the official release of Bujo RPG 2 to be. And as soon as I can get to that point, I'll, I'll, I'll be happy with the scenario. And then at that point also, I can have some sort of income to be developing more because all of the stuff I'm doing right now has been completely on my own time for free. Uh, I, I, I've, I have a Patreon page. I have asked for... Um, I, I, I'm trying to find out what you want as a listener, a viewer, a reader. And I, I would like to progress in that, in that direction. Um, I know that a lot of the bullet journal stuff is people talking about what they do and giving advice and all of that's free and like what journals do you use what pens do you use and, and things like that but there there are people out there that are basically pre-formatting bullet journals for people that are new to bullet journaling so they will make that bullet journal and sell that journal with their you know the the basic few pages of setup and then 
you as the the per- person who purchased it can can take it in that direction and that's kind of what i see bujo rpg 2 being you get the you get everything that'll be as a part of uh the box for lack of uh, a better name at this point and once once you've got the box then you can progress at that point and if there's an expansion in the future you can get that in a different way or online or something but i want to be able to do that and i'm i'm going to need to have the thing that i have been asking for since the beginning of the release of the open beta and that is feedback and commentary and help I haven't gotten any of that and of course without the encouragement and or interest level being high one tends to lack the motivation to keep pushing so I mean if if you're interested in it and you're waiting for it let me know I I need an email I need a a a comment on a on a page I need a Facebook message something I need somebody to let me know that somebody's waiting on it Otherwise, it's just going to happen whenever I have time and whenever I have the interest in doing it, which has, uh, to be honest with you, has only happened a couple of times um, since my injury started. I, I figured that before the injury happened, I was working on it heavy duty and I would have been able to finish it while I was injured. But because of the lack of feedback and, and support and, and interest, I've kind of let it just sit there. Now, I've got a big document ready to go. I just need to write up the... It's it's the tutorial is what I've been putting most of my focus on. I designed the island, uh, the, the map that you're going to travel through in, in this tutorial. I haven't made the second stage yet, the, the first non-tutorial section of the map. So there's things that can be worked on. I just... I need... I need some some feedback and some some inspiration and 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 the whatnot. So I need to hear from you. I do. On that note, bullet journaling specifically, October first, I kind of made a, a push to get back into it, and I I wanted to strip away the RPG elements out of my book and go back to what the bullet journal was actually supposed to be for, which was organizing my life, making sure I'm doing the things I'm supposed to be doing. And that will, of course, help me with the website, um, focusing on the things that are need to be worked on actively and on making progress on those things. Um, as far as uh, writing, I want to get back into writing, and NaNoWriMo is coming up. Um, it's close enough to where I can kind of start out at a jog here, and then when NaNoWriMo starts, I can write the crap out of a novel, and then... Um, that I have something to edit then rather than just be at a stage where I need to keep writing. So um, I'm I'm torn between two ideas for NaNoWriMo. I, one idea I want is the future of the setting that I'm going to be running as the RPG for the group. Um, so the so if you think of the setting in the RPG as being medieval, the 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 setting for the novel for NaNoWriMo would be like the future for us. So in like Star Trek era. So if we, we go from Game of Thrones to Star Trek, it's the same timeline, same world, same history. It's just a vastly different era. The other one is the story that I have written in total 
I believe 17 times before. I know the story. I know how to get from A to B. I know what the characters do. I know what they say. There have been some hiccups in the past, but I've uh, my first NaNoWriMo was me completing that story for the 17th time. I would think about writing that for the 18th time. Those It's just an option. And I never did anything with the 17th version. I want to do something with that story. So that would be the reason for the consideration. And the bullet journal, of course, going back to what the basic bullet journal is, will keep the things that need to be in the forefront scheduled and the things that need to be put off to the side in the background. The other important note is that I am a mailman, and that means that as we are entering into the Christmas season, my hours will go from reasonable to obnoxious. That means that I will be going in um, early in the morning, like I normally do, and I will end up staying 10 hours solid every day, 12 hours solid every day, working even more hours than that every day. And basically, I'm coming out of my injury right when the the season's hitting. So I'm I'm if I don't if I'm if I'm not 100% ready for that, it's it's too late now. I, I I'm I can't plan around that, but. That is also a factor, and the the bullet journal is going to help. That way, if I that way if I do pull a twelve hour day, whatever was supposed to be worked on those specific days can either be pushed back, rescheduled, or or adjusted appropriately because I I sorry it's in the book, and I'm not adding a new thing in that I can't do again. So it's instead of four tasks that need to be done, I'm not adding in a fifth one that can't be done just because I I get distracted. I personally believe that I have ADD. It's a self-diagnosis. I I can't focus on anything for too long of a period of time unless super motivated to do so, and that should be apparent in most of what happens on the website. But having said all that, I want to thank you for coming back to this show. Um, I'm going to be talking about what is getting done, how I am doing things, what I am putting in my journal, how the journal is helping me, and not talking about things that should be done or that I want to do that I'm not doing. Going back to the phrasing way before. So this should be a lot more focused, and um, I will also be talking about the comics that I am reading a lot more on this show because I want to talk about things that have been done or I have done or or are realistically able to be done in a timely manner. So I have, if I look up on my wall, I have a, a huge pile of, of graphic novels I haven't read that I have bought at shows that I want to read. I have singles that I haven't gotten to yet. I want to read these things and I would like to be able to format that into a podcast for you, the listener, as well as including the normals like the bullet journals, the the role playing and, and anything else that comes out. So things that have been done or are being done rather than things I want to do that I'm not actually doing. End of story. So if you want to get a hold of me, emeraldspectre.com at gmail.com is the email address to contact me at. I am at emeraldspectre on both Instagram and Twitter. You can, of course, find me at emeraldspectre.com, which is the website you'll find everything at. The Pro Chess League Podcast, The Greatest Show, uh, Journal of the Emerald Spectre, Buju RPG, Buju RPG 2, and soon you'll be able to find 
the um, RPG background information, which I think that if I'm publishing it as I go, and as a side thing, then at least there's a, a buildup happening and the players can kind of prepare themselves. Um, the schedule, I, I've, I've arranged some of the menu items on emeraldspector.com a little bit. All the shows now fall under um, podcasts. So there's, uh, you're going to, you, you mouse over podcasts and that'll drop down. Underneath the greatest show link is, uh, you mouse over that, schedule will pop out. And then you can see the schedule for the upcoming shows. If there's a topic that's already predetermined or if there's a guest scheduled for that night, that is always being updated. So when we put a show out, the link pops up. When a guest gets scheduled, I put it on that schedule so that things are always being updated the better half of the schedule is, is empty, but it's because I'm still working on getting guests. So thank you for joining me. Sorry about the rambling, and we'll, we'll see you again next week on The Spectre Show, right here where you found this one in the podcast feed.